You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski. Hi, this is Susan Sims. And this is Nicholas Veslowski, and we're your hosts for Travel Tales. Hey, I wanted to ask you how Tasha's doing. I know your black lab, Tasha, she's about six or seven now. Oh, she's seven. And she's beautiful. And I always joke because she's so hyper, but she doesn't, she has arthritis, but she doesn't know she has arthritis. So we go for these long, you know, kind of nature hikes. I mean, not too long, but uh, about 40 minutes. And then we get back to the truck and she she's looking at me like, yep, so uh, we're going to play ball, right? And I just look at her and she's been limping, you know, for the past I don't know, 10 minutes of the of the hike, and I just look at her, i just astounded. They do not really notice any pain. They just say, I want to play. I want to play. I know. When she's come out here, she really is insatiable. As, mm-hmm. If there's a ball, I really honestly, I know labs are like that. Junior's like that. But she's like Junior on steroids. Yeah, she, she gets so fixated on the ball. I mean, when she's in a, a pack of dogs, every time she goes to daycare or anywhere, that there's a group of dogs, she could care less about the dogs. She will hunt and find that tennis ball. And once she's found it, she will lock onto a human and say, you are mine. You will throw this ball for me and you have no choice. Well, yeah, what I mean, do you do with her though? Because she, well, I've seen her when she's limping around. So what do you do to take care of that? Well, a lot of this stuff, I, I mean, I give her glucosamine and we just make sure that we don't put too much stress on her joints. Um, in fact, I'm looking to do... I want to do a, a case study on her with aquatic therapy, and there's some locations around here that that I'm going to test out and see how she does because that's you know no weight bearing. She can get that muscle tone up and um, help with the arthritis. Aside from that, there's there's some alternative healing that you can get if you have an awesome vet like what I have, and. <laughs> We're lucky enough to have her on the show. We'll be bringing her in after this next break. But they have some really neat methods that, you know, it's not pharmaceutical. They have cold laser therapy. They have all this cool stuff, which uh, Dr. Gidry will be talking about. That treatment has really helped Tasha and kind of give her that ability to to let out that spunk that she has. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, why don't we take a break and then uh, she's going to be ready to talk to us when we come back? Yep, she'll be ready to go. Okay, well, let's take that quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking to Dr. Gidry. Is that it? That's it, from Helping Hands. From Helping Hands. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention, passengers. Please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. 
Let's go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Betty White, what's the number one pet radio network in the world? Pet Life Radio. Season Milan, the dog whisperer. What radio network has over 5 million monthly listeners and over 50 pet talk shows? Pet Life Radio. Rachel Ray, where is the best place to reach potential customers if you have a pet business? Pet Life Radio. Put your business in front of over 5 million pet parents with a radio ad on Pet Life Radio, the award-winning number one pet radio network on the planet. Call our sales department today. Toll free at 877-385-8882. That's 877-385-8882. Or email us at sales at PetLifeRadio.com. Steve Wozniak, if Apple was a pet business, where would you advertise your eyelash on Pet Life Radio? Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back. This is Nicholas Veslowski along with Susan Sims. We're your host for Travel Tales. And right before the break, we were talking about some alternative healing. And I am very fortunate. Actually, Tasha and I are very fortunate. We have our local vet who takes really good care of Tasha. She's on the line. And she's going to talk to us about some alternative healing techniques that her vet practice offers. Dr. Gidry, thank you so much for joining us on the call. I'm glad to be here. So you have one of the best vet places. We have gone to you for years now because of the quality treatment that you give Tosh. And it's not just, you know, the standard modern. It's more of, you know, a little forward thinking. You guys got some really neat alternative healing techniques that you've got there. Well, thank you. Thank you. And we're learning new things every day to try to bring into the clinic, too. So trying to keep up on it. Yeah. Well, I know that we did a particular treatment with Tasha. We did some biopuncture and that helped. I mean, she's got, you know, a little bit of arthritis. She's getting older, but she doesn't know it. She just wants to keep playing. And in order to, you know, keep her going, that biopuncture really, that really helped her stay out there and and stay out there longer than I think she would have if she didn't have the treatment. So what is some of the alternative healing techniques? How do they help, you know, aside from doing the pharmaceutical, the the normal route, what is the alternative healing? uh, How does that benefit the dogs? So several ways. Number one, uh, most of these alternative uh, treatments you don't have to have like a very specific diagnosis for. So you can treat, you know, pets that have arthritis and and things like that and you don't have to have, you know, x-rays per se and things like that. So that helps a lot of people out. But they're very safe, no side effects. That's what I like about them. And I think that's the main thing that most of my clients like. You know, if you can do something with no side effects or very little side effects, people love that. Absolutely. And you guys have a cool, I know you've been wanting this for a long time, but you have a cold laser therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And now what does that do? I mean, when I think of laser, you think of, you know, the movies that you see, this red laser going through and it cuts through stuff. But what does the cold laser therapy do? So the cold laser therapy, there's a different laser. So cold laser therapy is more of a therapeutic laser. So there's not any cutting potential. There's not, uh, with the cold laser, any heat. But it does help um, if you hover it over the site of pain. It helps to decrease inflammation and it helps with chronic pain. And it's non-invasive. It's Mm non-invasive. That's perfect. Yeah. That's one of the things that I really love about the alternative healing, the techniques, because it really, it gets, it feels like the pet owners into the mindset of the overall healing rather than just, okay, I'm going to give my dog a pill and ignore the dog. It's like, we're going to do this together. We're going to heal together. Exactly. Exactly. And it's healing the whole body. You know, what I like to think about is not just healing one, like if you have a hurt knee, you know, where does that stem from? You know, a lot of times uh, it stems from the nerves in the back as well. So, you know, you kind of address the whole body. You're not just addressing one particular point with uh, alternative healing. So. Mm-hmm. Do you find that some of the, the pet owners actually kind of opens their awareness to healing even for themselves? I think it does. It certainly does for me. I'll use me for an example. You know, when I started learning about these techniques, I started, you know, thinking, gosh, you know, I haven't looked into chiropractic care for my back or I haven't looked into biopuncture for my ankle or, you know, things like this. Um, and so it would kind of prompt me in my research to ask my doctor questions about, have you heard about this or are you doing this procedure or, you know, things like that. Sometimes they'll say no um, and, you know, then I have to kind of do my own research for myself and seek somebody who is doing it. You know, mm-hmm. but um, for me, it definitely opens up uh, different ways of healing for me, for my daughter, for my husband, for my whole family. Yeah, that's great. It makes it more interactive, you know, gets people involved rather than just sitting back and saying, okay, tell me what to do. They have to be part of the healing process, which I think really helps. Yeah, it certainly does. Great. Well, you know, one of the questions that we have, because we're all about pet travel and, and getting the dogs out there. And one of the things that I think may inhibit some people from traveling is having a dog that gets motion sickness. Why do dogs get, is it that they get nervous or why would dogs get motion sickness when traveling, let's say, by car? So a couple of different reasons. We know anxiety does play a role in it. So there is that anxious effect that they can get and anxiety can lead to vomiting. But the other thing that they think of is that, you know, with your brain, your eyes perceive something um, and then it goes to your auditory system, you know, your nervous system, your brain, Mm -hmm. things like that. They're not all making the connections that they should. So when they're in the car, their eyes might not be making the connection that it should. So they feel a little bit nauseous, anxious, you know, and things like that. So motion sickness is very common in dogs. They probably estimate that about one in every six dogs uh, has experienced motion sickness. So well, it's very common. I know I'm lucky. Susan, didn't you, you are fortunate. Your junior just does whatever. Both yeah. of my dogs. I'm really fortunate because both dogs travel well. And I'm not sure if it's because they ride in a crate. So they're not looking outside. They get in the crate in the back of the car and they lay down and they basically go to sleep. You know, when we come to a stop, like we're going to, wherever we are and we have, if we, if the weather permits and we leave them in the car, you know, they might get up and look around, but then they curl back up and go to sleep. So does that have anything to do with it? Because they're not, they're not looking around while we're driving. Yeah, 
definitely making them feel secure, and that's one of the things that I do recommend kind of as a, uh, a natural remedy for motion sickness. Make sure that they have a secure, comfortable place that they're staying in. If they don't have that secure, comfortable place, a lot of times uh, they're going to feel anxious. And like I said, I think anxiety is a part of motion sickness. So making sure that they have a, you know, their favorite blanket or their favorite bedding or, you know, if they're comfortable in their crate, like you said, that's another good idea. But make sure that they're comfortable. So. Yeah, I, I think Tasha is safe in secure places in my lap. <laughs> no, I don't think that that's a good idea while you're driving, though. <laughs> Sometimes I have no choice. She just she jumps in there and she starts licking my face and wanting to basically drive and have her head out the window. So, I mean, I don't have a choice. Yeah, <laughs> you're a bad, bad pet parent. Bad. I know. Bad. I know. bad. Yeah, for the most part, she stays, you know, in the back because I've got a, an extra cab. So it's like her little den. But, you know, yeah. when she's special behavior and when she basically is starting to nibble my ear, I've got to, she would say, all right, I'm getting in the front with you. Okay. You're so easy. Sophie actually has her own special spot in the back of our car too, but she likes to rest her head between the headrests. Mm-hmm. So when you look in the back in the rear view mirror, she's got her neck extended and her head rested in between Aww. the headrests. It's so cute. That's is, so cute. Does Sophie get motion sickness at all? No, she doesn't. Um, I did have a dog, Star, years ago when I first got out of vet school. Um, She's a greyhound, and it was so funny. I used to bring her, I was working in Memphis, and I used to bring her back and forth to work with me, and it was always my goal to try to make it to work, turn that corner, and get out of the car before she threw up. Always my goal, and I would never make it. (laughs) So I started looking into, you know, different methods to help her out from there. Um, After a couple of times of cleaning up vomit in the back of your car, you're like, I've got to do something. There are some uh, natural remedies that you can use for motion sickness. The one that I like the best is a homeopathic remedy. Um, It's called Nux Vomica, and it's homeopathic, so it's fairly safe. Um, How do you spell that? N-U-X Vomica, V-O-M-I-C-A. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard of that. Yep. And it's also one of the ingredients, and I I make up my own little recipe for pets that have upset stomach, and I call it grumpy gut, but it's a mixture of homeopathic remedies. Um, Grumpy gut, I love that. It's one of the ingredients that I have in there. So works great. It's drops that you can put on the tongue, so it's really easy to administer as well. You'll have to send us a link to that. We can share that with the listeners. You send us a link with that recipe. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming into the summer months, and one of the other things about um, traveling is people start to get out of the city, and they say, okay, let's go camping, let's go to the outdoors, and, you know, it's a completely different environment from what we're used to, and I know dogs get into a lot more things than what humans do, especially in the outdoors. I mean, the smells alone, so intoxicating, your dog is in heaven, but at the same time, they could, you know, be in danger because there's some things out there that they've got to keep in mind, just not even flea and tick, but other parasites and things like that. Are there any things to watch out for and some, maybe some preventative tips that you can give to our listeners if they're going to take their dogs um, out into the woods? Certainly, certainly. So first thing that I say is know the potential dangers of the area. For instance, some areas are really high with Lyme's disease. So making sure that your pet is up to date on vaccines would be important. There is a vaccine out there for Lyme's disease. Leptospirosis is another disease that's out there in the woods and carried by wildlife, making sure your pet is up to date on that vaccine as well. So first of all, making sure your pet's up to date on vaccines. I think that is very important. You want to prevent any diseases 
uh, that they may come in contact with. Second thing, I think, ticks and fleas and even internal parasites like roundworms are extremely prevalent among wildlife as well. So making sure that you have a very good flea and tick prevention. I really like Frontline for ticks. It's one of the best out there for ticks. I like Revolution and Trifexis for the fleas and the roundworms and things like that as well. So that's very important, I think. One thing that most people forget about that I always like to mention is make sure your pet has some form of ID on them. That way, if they escape from you, if they run away or, you know, they go out too far, you know that you can feel safe that your phone number is attached to them. It definitely is a better chance of getting your pet back. Yeah, that's good advice. You know, is there anything to watch out for as far as what they get into? Because, I mean, you you think about all these things and, I mean, are they just hovering in the air? Are they in the brush? Like, where do these, like the flea ticks and everything else, where do they exist and what should we keep our dogs out of if we see them getting into something? Well, unfortunately, it's very hard to keep your, your dogs out of an area of flea and ticks. A lot of times you don't see them. And they're going to be in the brush, they're going to be in the dirt, they're going to be in, you know, everywhere. It's very hard to keep your pet out of an area uh, for fleas and ticks, especially the little tiny ticks. You know, a lot of times you don't even see them, you know, before they, until they get on you, you know. So it's very hard to keep your pet out of there. Things like uh, leptospirosis. Uh, leptospirosis is found mainly in water systems. So, you know, bringing fresh water along for your pet so they're not drinking out of that muddy puddle or, you know, that stream or something like that. Um, that's, I think that's important. Lyme disease is carried by ticks. So, again, you know, it's very hard to avoid them. It's better to have some type of preventative measure in place when you bring your pet out to those areas. Great. Well, that's really good advice. Thank you, Dr. Gidry. And I think you have a special code for our listeners. I do. So, <laughs> for the month of May, anyone listening who calls into our clinic to make an appointment and says the phrase, dogs are cool, We'll get a free nail trim. Oh, I like that. Very happy about that. <laughs> Dogs are cool. Dogs well, are cool. We all know that they are, right? <laughs> yes. What's the phone number for people to call in and uh, come in to visit you at the clinic? So we are Helping Hands Veterinary Clinic, and our phone number is 425-672-4343. And your web address is Helping Hands Vet. That's correct. Perfect. Dr. Goodgy, thank you so much, and Tasha and I will see you very soon. No problem. Look forward to it, okay? Same here. Thank you. Bye. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Nicholas, that was great. Yeah, she's really good. And as far as taking care of Tasha, I mean, top-notch. A lot of good information. This is a time of year that people really need to be thinking about that, especially when they're taking uh, Fido along for all their vacation and, and uh, outings. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that, I mean, I feel very fortunate, like I was saying before, just having a vet like Dr. Gidry allows you to kind of ask the questions of the other places that you want to go. So a lot of times I've noticed in in doing the magazine, people, they hold back on doing something just because they don't know the information or, you know, they don't necessarily know how to go to that next step, you know, whether it be traveling, taking care of your dog. And Dr. Gidry is really inviting as far as knowledge and, and trying to find out how you can better take care of your dog at home. So not just, you know, the normal okay, let's do the normal monthly visits, like really making sure that your dog has a happy and healthy life. And and that's, you know, the best that you could hope for. I agree. And, uh, you know, I'm going to segue into our going into a break and talk about our next guest who's going to be talking to us about visiting with your dog in Yosemite. And uh, that's like one of my favorite places to travel with our dogs. It's 
one of the most beautiful places on earth. So uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will visit with Yvonne from the Redwoods in Yosemite. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seat backs and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, that you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash travel to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley, the giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Hi, welcome back. This is Nicholas Bezlowski along with Susan Sims, and we are your hosts for Travel Tales. Uh, before the break, it was really great to get to talk to Nicholas's and Tasha's personal vet, Dr. Gidgeon. personal vet, the one that takes excellent care of my spoiled little girl. 
Yeah, it was, uh, there was a lot of great information and, you know, we're all getting ready to travel. And one of my favorite places in the world is Yosemite. And Nicholas, I don't know if you have taken Tasha with you to Yosemite before. Yeah, I have. We actually did, you're not supposed to have your dogs off leash. And I know our guest is going to tell us that, but we went hiking and there was a trail that was pretty secluded. And we went running down this trail and she just, she was in heaven. I mean, she loved being in Yosemite. There's so much around. You are such a lawbreaker. I didn't know that about you. Uh, Well, you know, you learn a lot of things on this radio (laughs) show. (laughs) Well, joining us from the Redwoods in Yosemite is Yvonne Navarrete. Hi, and welcome to the show, Yvonne. Hi, thank you. Good morning to you and everyone. Yeah, so thanks for taking the time to to visit with us. And uh, it's been a while since we were there, but it was such a beautiful location where you're located. Tell people as they come into Yosemite where you are as far as just kind of a visual. Okay, we are located in a small community inside Yosemite National Park called Wawona. We are six miles inside the south gate entrance of Highway 41. And the type of accommodations, this is what I was so impressed with because at the time, this was a few years ago, we were traveling with two dogs and one wasn't the most social of pets. So we had to be very careful where we would stay and uh, just to have these types of accommodations for our two hooligans was really, uh, you know, it's kind of a breath of fresh air uh, because it, these are private homes. Yes, they are. We are a property management and we manage over 130 privately owned homes in Wawona. And out of those cabins, we have 32 cabins that are pet friendly. Wow, wow that's a lot. Is Wawona, yes. is that really close to the the actual park, Yosemite Park? Yes, we are inside the park boundaries. And we're only about a half an hour drive down to Yosemite Valley. And Wawona is pretty quiet and secluded, so you don't have all the crowds that you would find in the valley. But it's a nice little getaway for people with pets. Yeah, these cabins are really, really nice. And I remember the morning, I still have photos from that morning where we were out walking with our dogs on leash, Nicholas, which you might want to write this down. We were on leash. On Got it. And we were surprised because the light was coming through the trees and there was this beautiful deer. And it was almost, it was almost like it had been planned because these are the type of things that you don't normally see in your neighborhood. So... <laughs> It was just breathtakingly beautiful, and I'm wondering when people come to stay there, are you getting a lot of repeat visitors? Yes, we are, especially those knowing that they can bring their pets with them. We have one lady coming up for her wedding. She's bringing a conure parrot. Oh, my gosh. Yes, the parrot's going to be part of her wedding entourage, and, yeah, we pretty much accept just about any type of pets. There's a maximum of two pets, yes. Is that a speaking parrot? I believe so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was the first question that I have asked the part that they have received about a parrot. They usually get typically dog and cat questions, but a conure parrot was the first. And it is allowed as long as it's on a tether or in a cage. Oh, my God. I would love to see a clip of that parrot. At the wedding. I be- I bet that it's going to be a part of the I do process. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> well, 
Wow. So have people made their pets part of weddings beyond the parrot? Are dogs a commonality in these types of weddings when they come to Redwoods in Yosemite? Here in Wawona, we had a wedding in March at the Wawona Community Center, and they had two dogs that were part of the ceremony. Oh, I would love really to see that. I bet it was. I wish there was photos. That, did, the, did you put photos on your website? Sometimes we do. We have to have permission, of course, from the bride and groom to, to mm-hmm. post it. Mm-hmm. So um, on this particular one, I did not get the approval from them. So hopefully in the future, I will have something written up that they will sign that we can do, you know, post pictures on our website. Well, what should people know about when they do bring their dogs to Yosemite? Because I know when we were there, they have some very rustic kennels, I think, over by the horse stable for people. There's, and it's really limited. I think there was only maybe six six of those set up. So as far as people bringing, what should they know? Uh, because they want to explore Yosemite, of course. Well, right. They do have rustic kennels down in the valley, but we have a person here in Wawona that does Wawona daycare for dogs or cats, and we can provide that with, you know, the phone number and everything. All dogs have to be on a six-foot leash, and they are only allowed on paved trails inside Yosemite National Park. And there are a lot of paved trails, too, so it's really not necessary for certain people whose names I won't mention to go off, not on this call, off (laughs) off there. I mean, obviously, you want to get in there with nature, but you have bears and things, don't you? We do. They're not as prominent here in Wawona. Occasionally, they'll come around, but it's very infrequent. We have mostly deer, squirrels, coyotes. They mind their own business, though, so they're not a bother <laughs> to anybody. Kind of awesome to see. Oh, Those coyotes are right. smart. Yes, and they'll go walking right up the middle of the road. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I bet. Cool. When you are outdoors, basically, and you're bringing in all that good stuff with you, uh, I'm sure you take extra care to keep those cabins uh, looking nice and uh, smelling good. Yes, we do. On the pet-friendly cabins, there's more detail into the cleaning of the cabin due to the pet hair and dander and stuff like that. You know, one of the things that we were talking about, Yvonne, right before the break, we had my local vet on the call, and we were talking about how people, you know, traveling from the city going into the woods and what they should be prepared for as far as, you know, it's heaven for the dog's nose, but it could be danger for, you know, certain parasites, flea and tick and things like that. From your perspective, what would you give advice for as far as, you know, people traveling in from the city and they're going to take their dog in the woods? I mean, keeping them on leash seems like a pretty good advice because you want them chasing, you know, after wildlife and things like that. But what have you noticed from anybody that is kind of like a shock, you know, the shock to the system to be in so much nature at once? Do you have any words of wisdom as far as, you know, what they can expect when being with their dog in Yosemite? Well, it's pretty prominent up here that, you know, the mosquitoes and ticks. I have my own personal dog here, and he gets groomed once a month, and there's been no ticks or fleas on him. But um, just if you do go out walking in the wilderness and stuff, make sure when you get home to check him for any ticks that could have jumped on him or her. Mm-hmm. I would just use, you know, your common sense when you come up with your animal. Definitely, you're not supposed to let them off their leash, but occasionally people do. Sometimes I do. Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> hey, you're um, 
Your secret is safe, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) I like to go down to the rivers and jump in the rivers and have a blast down there, but definitely I would check your dog daily for any ticks that you might, that it might get. But other than that, we've not had any problems or any complaints with any of our visitors with their pets, you know, that they've gotten sick or anything. You know, you definitely want to make sure that they're kept up on their shots and their tags and everything. What is your website that people can uh, log on and learn more? Our website is www.redwoodsinyosemite.com. And so they can go over there and gleam, uh, you know, any other kind of information that they they might want. And as, as far as advising people how far in advance they should book a reservation, because we're getting into those months of travel, what would you suggest? Well, if they're interested in coming up during the summer, which is our peak season, which is mid-June through mid-August, I would probably book as soon as possible. We take reservations one year in advance. And they can look online and they can search for pet-friendly cabins. They can view all of our cabins online, our customs and courtesies, like we have a 30-day cancellation policy. We have a 50% deposit at time of reservation. Um, It's pretty informative on our website that there's always somebody here that can answer questions for them or email us and we'll get back to them, you know, within 24 hours. Oh, that's great. Well, I know from experience, and uh, Nicholas will attest to that too, that it's probably one of the most beautiful places on earth and uh, Redwoods in Yosemite. To be able to be in Yosemite with your dog really doesn't get better than that. So Yvonne, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for inviting me and, and hopefully you all come up and see us and you too. It's been a while since you've been here. You need to come back. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about it. So uh, I'll get a hold of you and make that happen. Absolutely. We'll take care of you and your okay. pet. All right. Thanks, Yvonne. You're welcome. Take care. Have a good day. You too. So, Nicholas, I hope you've learned your lesson. I don't know what lesson you're talking about because <laughs> Tasha is an adventurer and she just leads the way. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm the one that's being taken on the adventure. I don't necessarily take Tasha, she finds the places that, you know, we can go to and explore. And that's the joy I have of it. So sometimes, you know, if I feel like I can get away with it, I'm going to admit I'm a lawbreaker. You live on the edge. That's all I have to say. (laughs) I guess I'm going to set you up for our next guest because we're going to be talking about Vermont next. Have you been there? Oh, that's great. Yes. Vermont is one of my most favorite places, and I really had a chance to explore that. So I'm excited to talk with somebody from Vermont. All right. Well, you're going to get the chance, and we'll see if you've done any law breaking out in Vermont. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about a great place in Vermont. So... Since day, we'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. 
I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Hello, welcome back. This is Nicholas Kozlowski along with Susan Sims, and we are your hosts for Travel Tales. And I am excited because, Susan, I think we have a special guest from Vermont. I know Vermont is one of your favorite places. It's one of mine, too, and I haven't been there for the longest time. Now that I'm in Idaho, well, I mean, we do a lot of traveling, but when we are going to travel that far, we've got to really make sense of how many places we have to stop in between. But it's such a beautiful destination. Absolutely. That was one of my favorite trips. I did a fam tour. I, I visited a few locations and um, actually started out in Stowe. Oh, all right. Well, maybe you even met our next guest. It's Leslie Kilgore from Stowe Mountain Lodge. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> Leslie, you are in one of my favorite locations. I absolutely adore Stowe. It is one of the things I love about Vermont is how hidden and right in front of your face everything is. I mean, you've got all these little gem pockets everywhere, and Stowe is probably the iconic, you know, Vermont town that I think people can travel to. Yes, definitely. I feel like it's a very special place. I mean, Vermont in general is special and Stowe is, is extra special. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people find that when they come for the first time. Yeah. Do you have a lot of people that travel there with their dogs? We do. And, you know, that's probably one of the reasons why we allow dogs at, you know, our five-star resort. It's um, It's just a great place to have a dog and get outside and hike and snowshoe. Most locals have one, if not two or three dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, you know, when the lodge opened in 2008, we just decided that it was important to allow dogs because we are such a family-focused resort. And, you know, it's great to have the four-legged family member along with you, too. So, yeah, we have quite a few visitors who bring their dogs on a regular basis. 
stuff. What are uh, the more popular times of the year do you find where people travel with their dogs? Is it pretty much even throughout the different months? Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, we're a four-season resort. So I would say, you know, dogs are here pretty regularly. It's rare not to walk through the lobby and see the dogs sitting with their owners by the fire, you know, hanging out around around the lodge. But I would say the most popular times winter, obviously, because we are a ski resort. So a lot of people come for skiing and snowshoeing and doing the winter outdoor events and, and bring their dogs. But then I'd also say summer and fall just because the hiking is so phenomenal here. And we do guided hikes here. So, you know, people will bring their dogs just to have, you know, a great hiking experience with their dogs and you've got the turning of the leaves right that's around that the yes. fall time oh. yes we have the foliage so it's absolutely breathtaking around here so. do dogs take it in as much as the humans yes <laughs> <laughs> i like to think so <laughs> i mean definitely the fresh air so and one of the nice things here is there's a lot of a lot of trails where dogs can be off leash and I think as dog owners know that there's really nothing better than going for a walk. And, you know, if your dog is trained to be off leash, it's just a fantastic way to hike and just allow your dogs to sort of run around and be free and meet other dogs. So, we, uh, you know, we have a lot of people who come just solely because it's a place that their dogs can run free with them. So That is great because I just got chastised for letting my dog off leash in Yosemite on our previous caller. Like... Uh, call oh, it no. Yeah, it was just my co-host, uh, Susan Sims, who's <laughs> on the line right now. She's the one that chastised me because, you know, that's the thing that you take your dogs for is they lead you into all sorts of trouble. I and know. In a good way. I know. We actually have a path here. We call it the quiet path, but it's a it's a road over Smuggler's Notch. And it's, in the summer, it's a driving road. And it's actually one of the hundred places to see before you die. But in the winter, they close it off and they don't plow it. So it becomes a trail. And it's sort of like, I like to call it the Vermont Dog Park because uh-huh. it's uh, several miles up up a mountain, but it's actually a road in the summer and dogs can just run free on it. So, you know, you can hike it in on a winter afternoon and you may see 50 dogs running around That's, playing. Oh my God. Yeah. I noticed you had, uh, uh, I don't know if it was a press release that I, I looked at lately, but you're doing something to uh, culminate a month-long charity event with North Country Animal Rescue League. Um, you're yeah. Doing a comp- what, what's that about? So we're doing something this spring um, called Burgers, Brews, and Biscuits. And it was something that we wanted to do to um, invite guests, but also the locals, because, you know, dogs are so much a part of the Stowe lifestyle. And it's a time in the year where we're a little slower and we have less out-of-town visitors. So we wanted to have something where the locals could come up along with our guests and just, you know, enjoy a nice meal with their dog, because it's rare that you get to do that. So we're doing something for the month of well May 18th to June 16th on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays called Burgers, Brews, and Biscuits, where um, you can bring your dogs. You can sit outside on our patio at our fine dining restaurant called Solstice, and we have a, a beer menu that's all microbrews from Vermont. We have a burger menu for, for humans, so there's like several different burgers to choose from, and then we also have a dog menu, and there's homemade dog treats and all sorts of things for the dogs on the menu as well. And we're partnering with the North Country Animal Rescue League who works here to, you know, promote adoptions for rescue dogs. And we're doing a fundraiser with them through the month. And then the culminating day is on June 16th, we're doing a hike. And so our recreation manager is going to lead everyone on a dog-friendly hike where people can meet other dog owners, go on a beautiful hike, and then come down and have a little lunch on the patio with with their dogs. Leslie, I'm coming back out there. 
<laughs> okay, good. I hope we'll see you there. <laughs> I toured Vermont. I stayed in Stowe, and I just think that that, like I said, Stowe is one of the iconic aspects of Vermont, of the small town feel. Can you tell us a little bit about just the feel of Vermont? I mean, you've got so much going on there. What is so attractive about Vermont that is unique from any of the other states? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, I've actually lived in many states, so I feel like I have a good comparison. And I would say that Vermont is just like, it goes back to sort of a time that you don't see as much anymore where, you know, everyone talks to everyone and says hello and you get a smile from everyone and people are willing to help you and go out of your way. And, you know, people just have a real respect for others here. And, you know, the way of life here is very relaxing and, mm-hmm. and peaceful. Sort of, it sort of is everywhere. It's not just one part of Vermont. It's sort of like when you get here, you just feel like you can relax and enjoy the fresh air and eat really good farm to table food. And it's a lifestyle when it, when it comes down to it. And it's one I, I don't think we see as much, um, you know, when we live our busy lives and in, in other areas of the country. So yeah, I, think I think that's that- what people find when they get here. And, you know, it, it just, it exudes through everything we do here. Mm -hmm. I think that's a perfect way of explaining it. I think every aspect of Vermont permeates anybody that comes there and, and exactly what you said, you have no choice. You have to relax. And it's like one of those things that you just, everything melts away because like you said, the people are in such a nice, I don't want to call it a throwback, but they're in such a nice rhythm of just enjoying the balance between the environment of nature and then, you know, what they have going on on the inside, they kind of, their worries drop away and they they start to just get into the environment. There's so much going on that the environment itself and the way it's spread out, that's one of the things I really loved is that all the towns, they're so almost specifically spread out just enough that you have so much country in between. You get into a little town, you get the feeling of the town, and then you go back into the country. Like there's, it's really seamless. Yeah. And there's no sprawl. There's really not, you know, you don't see a lot of big box stores or um, malls or any of that. So it's it's really, it's done a really good job at keeping it very quaint and mm-hmm. quintessential New England. Yeah, that's perfect. Now this, I don't think that dogs can go in, but there, you've got a lot of fans out there that might be interested. You've got uh, one of the largest companies is out of uh, Stowe. They have a touring factory. Is it- Which one are you referring to? We have quite a few good companies. Oh my gosh, maybe I was just focused on one. I was thinking of Ben and Jerry's. What else do you have? Oh, <laughs> well, we have Cabot Cheese. We have Lake Champlain Chocolate. We have quite a few. We have Green Mountain Coffee Roasters. So there, you know, there's quite a, there's a lot. Vermont is very proud of their food purveyors. But yes, Ben and Jerry's is down the road from us, not far. And um, <laughs> I've actually brought my dogs there, to tell you the truth. That's great, <laughs> and so they, they allow you to. Well, they have an outdoor, they sort of have this area where you can order, you're covered, so you can go any time of year, but you can order ice cream, and they actually have doggy ice cream. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. So. Fun. Yeah. Like I said, it's pretty rare that you can't bring your dog anywhere in Vermont. It's it's actually surprising how many places do allow dogs. What are the accommodations like? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know you have a few different options and it's it's luxury all the way. So speak to yeah. us if you would about that. Yeah. Well, you know, just since we're, we're really focusing on dog owners, we do have certain wings where dogs are allowed. And we've just found out that that works better for dog owners and non-dog owners to be separated because sometimes you never know if if you're not a dog person and you hear dogs bark or something like that that can 
be an issue. So we do have certain wings where dogs are allowed, but you know, they're the same rooms as we have in the other parts of the, um, of the hotel. We have studios, one bedrooms, two bedrooms, three bedrooms, and then we have our ultra luxury penthouses. The dogs are not allowed in the penthouses, but in every other part of the um, hotel, we have the, the studio, one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedrooms that dogs are allowed in, in a certain area in the, in the hotel. Now, and I don't want you to think like this one area is all dogs. It just happens that it's a very big hotel. We have 312 rooms. So, you know, it, it varies, but we tend to try to have dogs in one area so that, you know, people are comfortable that way. So That's good. And I think with the, the people that are the really well-traveled guests that do bring their dogs in and they appreciate that and they, they understand yeah. that every person is a dog person. I yep. mean, I haven't ever met those people, but I know <laughs> they're out there. I know. I know. I know. Even walking around the hotel, it's rare that you don't see someone like, oh, gosh, when they see the dogs in the lobby. But um, yeah. And then the other thing is um, our rooms are full kitchens, washer, dryer, dishwasher, all of that. So you really can come and hunker down and spend the weekend with your family or a week with your family, go skiing, it's ski in, ski out. Um, We have amazing full service, award-winning spa, golf, you name it, we have it, but we also, our, our hotel rooms are a little home away from home. So, yeah, And then, of course, when you check in with your dog, we have a dog bed ready, we have a food and water bowl ready, and then we have a bag of, like, assorted natural dog treats that are all waiting in your room when you arrive. So, yeah, that's, so that's every nice. family member's taken care of. <laughs> it's nice to appreciate, you know, really luxury accommodations like Stowe Mountain Lodge. And also that people that are traveling with their pets, when you go the extra mile and, and show that you're welcoming their pet, you're not just uh, like it's okay to bring them, but you really welcome them with that type of pet amenity. It goes a long way, and I'm sure you have repeat, you know, guests that come each year just because they appreciate that part of it. Oh, most definitely. And we also have return guests who, like, love that our staff know the dogs. So, you know, the dogs will walk in, and we greet them by name. And, you know, a lot of times we can set up pet service for you, but a lot of times, you know, if something falls through or someone's coming at the last minute, sometimes the staff will take the dog for a few hours so someone can go to the spa or go skiing and um you know we love that too also our alpine concierge which is our signature service sets up everything for you before you come to the lodge and we can also they do a lot of things for dogs so they can um set up dog sitting we we have a really well-known pet behavioralist in town so they'll set up trainings like if someone wants to come and do trainings while they're here so we're really focused on making sure that the dog people get taken care of and they know when they come here they don't have to worry about their pet at all so So is your pet policy not to leave the dog unattended in the rooms yes that's correct we do have that policy and that's you know simply because again like you know a lot of people will say well my dog doesn't bark my dog's fine they're home all alone a a lot but you know being in a new environment sometimes that can affect the dog. And so we've just found that it's better to say, please don't leave your dogs unattended. But we're happy to help set up dog sitting. We can have them come to the room. They can walk the dog. We can take the dog somewhere else so that, you know, if, if you're out, you need someone to take care of them away from your room. Our Alpine concierge will set all of that up for guests. So that's perfect. It, it, yeah, it doesn't tend to be a burden. Yeah, that's perfect because... Actually, as we travel, we we don't leave our dogs unattended either. Just for that same reason, they may be fine at home, but they're going to be in a different different location. And 
you know, you don't want to disturb people and you also don't want to freak your dog out. I mean, this is, you know, why you bring them is to have them with you. And the idea that you have concierge available to, to help you if you're going to take in an event or you have to go somewhere where Fido's not allowed. So when a person checks in, do they have a pet fee? Is this something that you talked to them ahead of time about? Yes, yes, and we do let them know when they call. Again, anyone who makes a reservation, we suggest they call our Alpine concierge who can set up everything for them from spa appointments to restaurant to ski tickets. Everything's taken care of when you get here. And if they do mention that they are having their pet, we let them know that we can set up dog sitting. And then we also have a $50 fee, but it's it's just for a one-time fee. So it's not per night. It's just $50 to have your dog here. Wow, that's really a nominal fee. Yeah, no, yeah, because that includes, you know, making sure the, the room is cleaned and the dog amenities are ready for you. That's, that includes everything. Well, you also have a dog menu, which not every place has. What kind of things are on your dog menu? Well, we just were doing the dog menu for our burgers, brews, and biscuits. And it's a pretty fun menu. We have rollover, which is a ground turkey, oatmeal, and carrot treats. We start with the house-baked biscuits, so every dog gets an appetizer. <laughs> and then we have the we have the rollover, the sit, and the stay. The rollover is the ground turkey, oatmeal, and carrots. The sit is the ground black Angus beef, barley, and tomatoes. And the stay is ground salmon, brown rice, and peas. So these are sort of in, like, patties. And then, yeah, and then we have the house-made snicker poodle, which is a doggy cookie for dessert. <laughs> Nicholas, did you just say you were hungry? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the things that I have absolutely found amazing and completely happy is that whenever we do reviews, I look at Tasha and the treatment that she gets is better than I think I receive at some of these <laughs> I places. Know. Because I know. the food is gourmet, the treatment, the massage, the hiking, the environment. I mean, they're in, they're in absolute heaven. Yeah, I know. And I think I also feel like when we mentioned, when we talked about the relaxation, I feel like the dogs sense that too. And one of my favorite things is to walk through the upper lobby and just seeing families relaxing by the fire, having some food, because you can order food and drinks in our upper lobby and the dogs are allowed there. And the dogs are just like sitting at their feet while they're sitting in our big comfy couches or rocking chairs by the fire. And it just, the whole family just looks so relaxed. And I love seeing that. It's a picture-perfect postcard. It is. It is. Well, yeah. I don't know. What, what's, the, what's a website, Leslie, that we can um, – we're going to wrap this up, but where can okay, people great. work about? It's stowmountainlodge.com. Okay. Easy enough. I guess uh, – I don't know, Nicholas, it sounds like you and I better be planning a trip out there. Yeah, I'm going to be calling Leslie directly. and um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best way for people to get there? I mean, we have a lot of listeners that are, are out of state and they might fly in. Am I wrong in saying Burlington? Is that the the major city? Burlington's an international airport, and it's 45 minutes from here. And there's an easy shuttle that you can take. And then we also have a partnership with Mercedes-Benz. So when you do get here, if you want to use a car, we offer cars to our guests. So if they do want to go out and explore or find some of the hiking trails that dogs are allowed on, we do have cars that you can use while you're here. I definitely see a Fido-friendly review in the future. Fantastic. (laughs) Good. I can't wait to see you here. And I hope you'll bring your dogs. Of course. (laughs) Thank you, Leslie. Okay, take care. Okay, take care. Thank you. Well, Nicholas, we're going to have to fight over this one. Well, no, I mean, we can, you know, uh, okay, I'll go. (laughs) 
Hey, one of the things that, that is really cool, you know, she uh, Leslie was talking about how they're partnering with the North Country Animal Rescue League. So May through June, the fun that they're going to have with the burgers, brews, and biscuits, and also the hiking. But the Rescue League is also going to bring dogs that are up for adoption. So if anybody is looking for a new forever pet, what a story. You go on vacation and you bring home uh, your new best friend from uh, Stowe, Vermont. Yeah, I think one of the things that Leslie was talking about, and I just, it brought me right back to when I was out there. Vermont is really special. So if anyone is is planning on on going to something very unique, um, you know, I think Stowe is such a a unique place. I would definitely put that on the top of my list to travel there with my dog. Wow, this has been a fun show. So we covered alternative healing. We got to go to Stowe, Vermont. We got to go to the Redwoods in Yosemite. So um, I think that's it for now. Cool. Well, then next time we'll have another adventure and hopefully no law breaking and we'll bring something very unique to the next show. I don't know what it is, but the challenge is set. Okay. All right. I accept the challenge. And if you'd like to hear more about traveling with your dog, pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or Save a Tree and subscribe online. Until next time, leave no dog behind. This is Susan and Nicholas for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seat bags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Feslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.